All right, welcome to episode eight uh, oops, of Whiskey Wads and Whining. Hello. Um, let's see, what are we, we're t- today we're tasting Hudson Baby Bourbon Whiskey from New York. I don't know. It's from New York. Made four years in an American oak. Barrel? Something, I, I would assume. There <laughs> you say. <laughs> <laughs> that one wasn't a very good one. We have a good bottle in our cabinet right now that has a really great cork sound. Ooh, what kind is it? Um, Redemption Rye. Ooh. Yeah. I was gonna bring it for our next one. Cheers. But it's not gonna last that long. <laughs> Cheers. Mm. Ooh, <laughs> that kind of oh, burns a little yeah. bit. The scent of it was oh, did that feel like burn your nostrils? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that happens. All right. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So it's been about two weeks. What's oh, been yeah. What's been going on? Oh my gosh, what has been going on? Well, I told you earlier, but I will tell you my really really cute kid story of I went out with a friend last night, and Harper says to me, "This morning we're laying in bed," and she says. How was your date, mom? And I said, <laughs> uh, it was good. I went out with a girlfriend, not my husband. And I said, oh, it was really fun. And she said, what did you wear? <laughs> That's so cute. I just thought it was the sweetest moment. I don't have too many really, really sweet moments with her lately. Oh, yeah. And um, she's getting on my nerves a lot. And so <laughs> it was just the sweetest thing ever. That's so cute. Yeah. What about you? Ma'am. And just life. And training for Rainier. Hey. Yeah, we're like three weeks, three and a half weeks away. And uh, yeah, training is just gearing up. I'm feeling much, I'm actually feeling much, much better about it. After Corey and I went, so my mom came in town and she was supposed to stay 10 days. I'm like, mm, I think around 10 days to watch the kids so we could do training. Mm. And I just felt really overwhelmed and felt like I needed more help so i asked her to stay another more longer so she say she's staying another week which Good is for great you for asking for help yeah it's um, not easy <laughs> right exactly and that was kind of like where i just was like well if you don't have any other trips like how would you feel about doing this and of course i knew she'd say yes if Aww, she had yeah. nothing else going on yeah um but it just was kind of that point where we've got like three coaches out of town because of the holiday <laughs> and we're trying to do all this training and I didn't feel very confident mainly because I wasn't hydrating properly I wasn't mm-hmm. eating eating well and so I just like all our training hikes had been really hard for me mm-hmm. and Corey and I went on a really long one to one of my favorite mountains and it was awesome like oh, we it like we took our break so it was like a great training hike we went really early it was like we didn't get the really pretty view from the top but like we got to hike on snow a little bit and it was just a very and before going into it because i had been so negative because i was like i hate training this is so like annoying why do i have to go do this all the time i just want to (laughs) like hang out with my kids and i want to be able to like drink alcohol and not worry about all my food and stuff like that and then i finally like was thinking about and i was like 
I love being outside. I love hiking. I love being in the woods. I love camping and backpacking and I miss all that. Mm -hmm. And so once I kind of had that like, that mind shift from the negative Mm -hmm. of like how hard it was and how much time it was consuming to the positive of like, this is actually fun. And Mm -hmm. I get to go like hike by myself and be alone for like (laughs) three or four hours. And then I get to go on dates with my husband. Then that was a huge mind shift. And so we went, I kind of had that mind shift before this really long hike last week. Mm -hmm. And then we got to hike on snow a little bit and Mm -hmm. we did like a beautiful hike. Where where did you go? We went to Granite Mountain. Oh yeah, I I actually was gonna say, was it Granite Mountain? Yeah, and I love it because it's like, you're you're not in the forest Mm -hmm. for very long. And then you've got that beautiful mid hike, like all through the, 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 meadows and mm-hmm. the wildfire wild flowers mm-hmm. and then you get up into like the basin and then the last one's just like that little rock scramble up to the tower okay and it was like in a on the back side after we got through the basin on the back side was where the snow was so mm. it just was it was just so lovely Aww, and good. i felt really good mm. and like coming down i mean it's a steep hike i mean yeah. there's really no breaks until you get to that basin and that's like three and a half miles in how long is it total i can't it remember. took us three hours to get up and like 220 to get down but i think the full it's so hard to tell because like on washington trails association mm-hmm. app it says it's like eight and a half miles oh man but then like i read somewhere else that it's like almost nine. Oh, and so and there was a guy like when we got to the top that was like oh 206 that's awesome i was like there's no way that it, it took us oh. three hours to get yeah. up and, and you we guys were are in shape right and, and yeah. like we were ta- we were stopping every like 30 minutes because that's what we're supposed that's like how they do it oh. on rainier oh you take like a five to ten minute break every 30 minutes perfect so we were trying to train ourselves and like make sure we're hydrating and um mm-hmm. getting electrolytes and stuff like that mm-hmm. um and I was like, there's still no way, if, even if that guy just like, I just don't feel like yeah. our, we were that slow. Yeah. And Corey was like, Corey was thinking that he was wrong and that he, cause he's like, I saw that guy behind us and he was moving slow. Yeah, come on. And so I was like, you're like, dude, this is how you read your clock. Turn it over. That's not, right. that's not two, that's five, that's eight. No, I'm just kidding. That's five. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was really fun. And then we went to, um, we had lunch at the Mount Side Golf Course afterwards and we oh, sat out man. on a patio oh. and, um, and like, yeah, so it was just a really nice date. Aww. And um, so, yeah, so that's kind of like what's consuming our time. Yeah. I went and did Mount Sai again on Monday by myself. Oh, good for you. And it was it was so funny because I started out and I was like, I do not want to be hiking this. I was like, this is such a was like ugly hot? trail. No, it oh. just was like, it's all covered in oh, forest. Yeah. It's like yeah, all yeah. through the forest the mm. whole time. You can't see anything. I know. <laughs> and I got probably like a half a mile from the from like the top. And I just finally was like, I'm bored. I'm, I'm just <laughs> yeah. done. So I like sat down and I ate my snacks and then I turned around and came back and I was like, I don't even feel guilty about this at all. But it was kind of this like sense that I was like, I am allowed to make this decision. Mm. It was like that empowering, like mm. I can give myself permission for not getting to the summit. Yes. I have already been to the summit three or four times on this hike. Yes. I know what it looks like. And I just want to get home and hang out with my family yes. and like, <laughs> So you I don't, don't like that. So you don't like this one. Oh man. Um, all right. Oh, but I'll still drink it. So, <laughs> so Christy does not like this. Uh, yeah, this whiskey. I don't know how I feel. It's kind of harsh. It is. Icy. Yeah. I wonder if we have ice. I don't think we do. But um, but yeah. So that's kind of been what's consuming us, and then just hanging out, and I'm going 
tomorrow is 4th of July. And mm-hmm. then after 4th of July, I'm going completely sober until after we Hike. summit. So yeah. is it the 27th mm-hmm. of this month? Mm-hmm. July 27th. Okay, that's a weekend, right? Mm-hmm. That's a weekend. We go to Shaw Island, I think, to camp. We're oh, camping the last two weeks of um, July, I think. Hopefully. Just local stuff. But um, what was my point of that? <laughs> I don't know. The 27th. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's a Saturday. So are you guys spending the night up there? Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, so we'll hike up to Muir. Okay. Well, like that Saturday, we'll hike up to Muir. Okay. And then hang out, go to sleep, and then get up at like 2 a.m. Okay. Sunday. Yeah. Summit, and then come down to back to Muir, which is base camp, and okay. then um, pick up all our stuff, and then come all the way out. Have you ever done that before? Mm-hmm. Have you? Not right near. Okay. But we did that on... Yeah, Baker oh, and Adams. It. Okay. And right. oh we didn't gosh. do it with St. Helens because there's just, like, not a place to camp. And it's it's short, so yeah. you don't really need to. Right. Um, but with St. Helens, we got up at, like, 4 or 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. and went all the way up and then came all the way back. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Brennan um, has, I think I told you this, but he has the most amazing picture of him at the very, very, very tippy top of Mount Rainier mm. where all you see is the crystals of the snow. Right? It's kind of harsh. Oh, huh? yeah. <laughs> Um, but you see the crystals of the snow and then it's him and his two buddies with their outlines with their pickaxes <gasps> and they're just like this you know because they're on the top, very top of the mountain so all you see is crystals and then just sky oh that's and awesome it's just like, he's on the tippy top of it mm-hmm. you know, it's not too big but it was such a cool picture he got it blown up like this big oh I'm sure Ooh, I would do that too at the cabin yeah, yeah awesome. so I actually feel like much more um, confident in my abilities now because even like Good. coming down so I've been taking fish oil for uh-huh. my joints yeah. and I've been doing like a low anti-inflammatory diet so like uh-huh. no grains and no corn and uh-huh. um, a minimal I've been doing some oats just because they fill me up and potatoes uh-huh. um, because of like you do when you do long endurance stuff then like you're just hungry all the time yeah. Yeah. and um, I don't know why my appetite's been a little off too so like nothing uh-huh. has really tasted seems like it's tasted good and the cool thing uh-huh. is that like I haven't really sorry I'm pretty much dirty put foot in there it's all right i know i'm so inflexible <laughs> like it just hurts to sit uh with my legs crossed but um but yeah so i've been doing um fish oil for like my joints and then collagen peptides every oh. every day and like my, my joints have felt awesome like this is the and i got new hiking boots oh and so i was telling cora I was like these i got the danner mm-hmm. hiking boots from wild mm. i didn't get the 400 dollars ones but i got the like light hikers okay um and it's like i told cory i was like I will recommend these boots to anyone. It's the really? like the only time in my life that I have never like finished a hike and just immediately wanted to like rip my boots yeah. off. Like I don't even bring flip flops on our Are hikes anymore. I just keep them on. They're so do they go up comfortable? Tall? Yeah, they're high tops. Okay, um, which is a little annoying. But I have low top like light hikers that yeah. I wear that are Merrells that are really yeah. really comfortable. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so I'll wear those. And then, um, but yeah, these Danners are awesome and so i don't know if it's a combination of that or like just my nutrition yeah. getting better i gotta pay attention to that i like that you're finding that you're feeling good on that because maybe as i was just complaining about me not feeling good and just like a i feel like the stiffest oldest where i used to be able to sit down and just sit down on the ground now i'm like you know and it, just, it hurts <laughs> and it's just reality of getting <clears throat> in your 40s you know it's not mm-hmm. anything i've done other than age <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of a sad reality it's kind of a um I don't know, just sort of a 
a wake up call that all right i'm i'm middle-aged now this is what it is mm-hmm. aren't i supposed to feel different like don't i get like an award or something or like okay now you, <laughs> you should just be this and slow down a little bit and you can be whatever you want yes <laughs> yes whatever you want and which that leads me to wanting to say to well, oh yes book, i love that book oh my gosh that's what i want that's what we need we were supposed to talk about this last week, but we're going to totally like girl crush out on uh, Rachel, <laughs> Rachel Hollis. Hollis. <laughs> so Chris, so I read, or I didn't read, neither of us read it. We listened to it because apparently we both have CD players in our cars because they're so old, <laughs> which is awesome. Yes. But which is funny because mine's like, a, what year is yours? 2010. Okay, yeah, I think mine, when did we get married? It's probably in 2012, maybe 2013, so it's okay. not really that old. No, no, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we have CD players in it. So I rented Girls Stop Apologizing from the library and I mean, listened to it. it longer for me. Yeah, and I listened to it in probably like four days, four or five days, and then gave it to Christy. Seriously. So. You know what? That book has ingrained a piece in my mind of, and, and even just in my work that I do, like working with somebody mm-hmm. else, like, I was describing, you know, I'll listen to it all the way into work and I'll get in there and I'll tell like my coworker, the whole book is like, you can do it, you did it, and here's how you do it, and you got it, and the, only the strong survive, and if it was hard, everyone would do it, and, and just all this great positive, and you get to work and you're like, let's do it, woo! And then everyone's just kind of back in their normal life, and you're like, oh, come on, are we gonna rise to the top, everybody? I mean, right. we can, you know. And, yeah. Um, she was very like was encouraging awesome. cheerleader and yes. I love it and it's yes. cool because she reads the book and I love when yeah. the authors read their own book yes. like do the, their own audio because they're so much more passionate about it yes. so they know like and um, they just know where like all the emphasis are, the emphasis is supposed to go and like mm-hmm. they're just so like fired up about yeah. it and you can tell too. that she really believes in all yes. this stuff and like loves it yes I like how she's like Sister, you gotta. You yep. I'm like, yeah, that's what. I, that's exactly what I say to my kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, sister, yeah. let's do this. I don't identify with like a lot of the stuff mm-hmm. that she talks about. Yeah, because, because of, like, well, business. But like, what do you mean? Like, more so. Sorry, I'm so hungry. I'm. I just took a big bite. I hate what I'm doing. So I'm like, hey, I want to try something fighting. I'm gonna put all this food yeah, in my mouth. Yeah. Um, I like her work work-life balance mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. family work-life balance because mm-hmm. she was talking about how she like doesn't volunteer at her kids mm-hmm. school and i'm like great yeah don't I do that, that. if mm-hmm. you don't love if mm-hmm. you don't love it and you're not gonna like mm-hmm. do it 100 percent, don't do it yeah. but then she talks about like uh, i think when like her kids were young and she was building her her business mm-hmm. and how much time she missed out on like her kids and like her family and she even said like when she was recording that she was missing out on like pool time yes and I was like, yes. I that would have made me sad. Like me to too. me, like building that business is not worth it Mm-mm. to me to miss out on those young formative years me for my kids. And I that works for her, right? Because right. she was like, well, I want my kids to see that I built this for them, yeah, and that women can do that. And I'm like, that's awesome. We do need moms out there that are doing that. I am not one of those that I would rather sacrifice, which I mean, I own my own business and we outsource a lot of stuff so that we can spend time as a family. Because right right now, like I, there's going to be a time in both of our lives where like our kids do not want to be around us. Exactly. And I would much rather have time now Mm -hmm. with them when they like to be around us and it's all fun and new and exciting. Mm -hmm. And when they're teenagers and they don't want to be around us, then like, then I'll go, you know, I might be more tired and old, but like, I'll have more time. Yes, and I love I love that attitude because I feel like 
being a little bit older and having kids sort of, I feel like that same kind of, um, my group of people kind of feel the same way, just that mm-hmm. this, this is limited. And I made this choice because I want, I wanted these children, not because I was, you know, I don't know. Had it was to an accident right, or right, right, whatever. Right. Yeah, for sure. Right. What a difference that is I, for me yep. anyways, because just in feeling, um, well, I also to- felt too, like having kids later in life as Thank well, sure. that, um, um, not, like we made that decision, but we were ready. Like yeah. we had already experienced as much of our lives as mm-hmm. we wanted. So we were mm-hmm. kind of ready to take that next step. It, you know, it's like mm-hmm. we already had our careers established right. and right. built. Corey was in the fire department. Right. The business was doing well. So mm-hmm. it was kind of like we had just moved into the new facility. Right. Right. So it was like, okay, yeah. now, like yeah. now we feel, now we feel complete in ourselves so we can give all of ourselves over right. to these humans because they right. just suck the life out right. of you. Right. I, 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 I try to slow down time like in the morning because sometimes <sighs> I get home and I think, oh my God, I only right. spent like an hour of FaceTime with you today. Like, you know, between a half hour this morning and... You FaceTime with your kids? No, I just mean like fa- direct FaceTime. Oh, okay. Like, you know what I mean? I like, like, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh yeah, actually I did. I did today at work. It was really cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just like to see what I'm doing and mm-hmm. I, I just see the top of their heads and they just like to look at me like that. But, um, uh, that little bit of time in the morning of just being with them and snuggling and doing everything to, mm-hmm. you know, like I'll look at my phone and I'll be like, what is so important on my phone? Nothing. I don't even care about anything on this stupid thing. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I find myself looking at it. I'm like, what mm-hmm. am I looking at? The weather, Twitter. None of it even matters to me. You look at Twitter? I do. Oh, I didn't know you were on Twitter. <laughs> I don't do like Instagram very well and I, I do Facebook. Oh, that's funny. But yeah, I read Twitter at night because it's a lot of reading. I should oh, read real, and it's short, and I can't pay attention too long. So oh, I yeah. couldn't read a book at night, but I could read like oh, know, yeah. Trump said, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it's, oh, it's, that's so funny. But it gets my mind like, ooh, I'm mm-hmm. gonna, I'm gonna do this, and then. Well, I feel like too, social media is so easy to just like space out on. Yeah. Where it's like after, and I'm sure after a really long day and like <laughs> mothering and working with in the mental health industry, right. Right. that you're just like, I just want to shut my brain off. Right. And if I sit down on the couch and watch a TV show, mm-hmm. that's almost like too much effort yes. to yes. Than, than just sitting down and like picking up your phone and right. looking at it because you right. can get the same stuff. Or if I turn the TV off, what a difference in the calming, like my nervous system. What uh-huh. a weird thing. Oh, yeah. How it keeps me going all the time, mm-hmm. but then you turn off and you notice it and you're like, Whew, yeah. why don't I do that more? Because yeah. I like the TV. But <laughs> yeah, I do too. And that's why like we've gone through these like ebbs and flows of like we're gonna stop like watching Netflix and we're gonna turn the TV off at night and we're gonna do whatever. And then of course then we get tired and we're yeah. and core and I actually haven't been watching TV at night and mm-hmm. we don't have cable. Oh. We just do like Netflix and Hulu yeah. mm-hmm. and uh, Amazon. Or we have the Kindle Fire stick. And then we also do we have like Xfinity play with our internet so, but we have to like stream it f- through our computer in and like plug it into the tv or whatever it doesn't matter um <laughs> it, that that was the most ridiculous tangent ever so all of that to say <laughs> that we don't have cable and i didn't grow up with cable yeah I oh really okay oh well, see we grew up with cable there were tvs and the kitchen and the living room and in my parents room oh yeah okay I guess and I yeah. and there was like no restrictions on like how much like the TV was just always on as like background noise. We were always like watching something, that but we were also really like playing good outside. Feeling though, yeah, I loved that. Yes, and like the new or really it wasn't good. even anything anybody was watching. It was right. like we'd always have the news on yeah. or something like that. And um, that makes me like just yeah. More but now I'm like I have so much to do. I, I can't know. sit down I and know. 
and do it. And then I'm so tired. Like I, it, it's like 8.30 after we put the kids to bed and yeah. I'm just like. Oh, I know. I go to bed right with them. I'm like, mm -hmm. yep. <laughs> if it, I lay down, I'm out. And now it's like light till 10 o'clock. I'm like, I can't go to bed. It's still light. And then I, I finally just was like, you know what? You're 37 years old. <laughs> you can go to bed whenever you want. But do Maybe you 38. Still... How old am I? <laughs> I think I'm 37. Yeah. When you hear like people <laughs> outside playing at night, I don't know what they're doing, but I, I assume everyone's playing. Oh, I'm like, I'm going to go out there and play. Me too. Yeah. Because when I was little, one of my traumatizations was my parents putting me to bed early. Probably, I swear mm. to God, it was like six o'clock because everybody else played <laughs> for like hours. And, I, and my bedroom window faced the cul-de-sac that they all played in. Oh. And it was open at night and I could hear them screaming and playing. So now in my condo that I can hear Mercerdale Park and I can hear the skate park. Uh -huh. I hear them on their skateboards and like yelling and screaming. I'm always like, I wonder what yes. they're doing. Do I know them? Are they 10? Are they? Right. <laughs> you know, like, what oh, am yeah. I missing out on? I don't know, but I, yep. I get the little anxiety. That's what like, I love about our neighborhood is that like they, great. like all the kids are outside playing all the time. Sunny and says the same thing. Oh my gosh. It's so there. awesome. Yeah. And like even the adults, like all the, all of us adults, cause we have like a good group now. Everyone, like the houses of, a couple houses have sold and people have moved, but like the group we have now is pretty, oh, it's so great. Oh, I'm so but jealous. even the adults, it's like, if we hear something, we'll all like look out our windows and we're like, are any of the adults out? Oh, okay, those are the kids. And just like, Whatever, but like if any of the adults come out, it's like everybody just flocks out. We just like stand in the middle of the street, just like chatting Fun. it up. And Who's your weird neighbor? Are the ones next door to us. Really? Oh. Yeah. They are, yeah. And then the people at the end of our street, uh, there's like four or five houses down there that mm -hmm. nobody like associates. Like, oh. I don't know who lives there. I don't know anybody oh. that lives there. Um, actually, one of the houses at the end of the street, there's a young couple and they have a dog named Muir after oh, John Muir, oh. right? And so they, so when we run, like when we're doing our garage workouts, mm -hmm. our the 200 meter route is like from our garage all the way down to the end of the street and back. Nice. And so every time we run back, Muir is always like barking at us, and oh. we're like, Stop. <laughs> um, I love that you have a route at home set up. Oh yeah, I'm so jealous. Of oh, course man. you do though. Of course you should. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're the coaches. Was, you know? I mean, yeah. And oh, when you are elderly like me elderly right <laughs> as we both try and like straighten out our legs and like the joints are having issues but yeah like when oh, somebody when um oh, male oh the male person oh. yeah so um yeah and that was one of the things that i really wanted to establish because when i was on sorry <laughs> what'd you do and it shot out my mouth oh that's really funny <laughs> um but yeah, like when we first moved in, so when I, right after I had Landry, I had her in August and my birthday was in December and I asked Corey for a 35 pound kettlebell and for like our home gym, mm. I was like, this is what I would like for either my birthday or Christmas because they're so close together. Mm -hmm. And he was like, we literally live a five minute walk from our own business that is a CrossFit <laughs> gym that has all of the things. <laughs> and I was like, I remember having this like big discussion with him because I was like, you don't understand how challenging it is for me to get there mm -hmm. um, to actually do a workout because mm -hmm. as the owner and a coach, mm -hmm. you show up and whether you're coaching or not, everybody is like, hey, can I ask right. you this? And what tips do you have for this? Right. And I was like, not to mention that I have an infant with me and I'm like, is she gonna cry? Do I need to like figure out how to right. nurse her before so my boobs don't explode? Right, right. And then is she gonna <laughs> crawl all over me while I'm doing burpees right. or you know, whatever? Right. Um, 
So finally, so that was like the first piece of equipment. And then once the, all the equipment started, like go, all the old equipment started breaking or wall balls started busting, mm-hmm. instead of just throwing them away, we just took them to our garage gym. So like all of our garage nice. equipment is like the old busted and rust, like the rusted barbells That's and like the busted <laughs> That's awesome. And you have this flooring down in your, in your garage. We do because one of the other CrossFit gyms that closed, we went to buy some of their equipment, but it was garbage and oh. we didn't want to put it here. But I was like, Oh, we'll take four of your mats for like our garage yeah, stuff. Yeah. And I bought myself or we bought me like a girl, the girls Bella bar for the gym. Oh yeah. So, um, yeah. So now we have, uh, Oh, actually. So like Everett will, we start to upgrade everything. And nice. then I took the little roller, the, um, the measuring roller oh, yeah, yeah, home yeah. and, yeah. and actually like tracked it Perfect. one day. So now we have like a couple routes and we bought, so we have like an old rusty 45 and then for mm. Christmas this year, which pisses me off. <laughs> um, so rogue fitness that we buy most of our equipment from, they have what's called a bone bone yard. Mm. So it's all of their bars that aren't perfect enough to oh, sell. Okay. So it could be like scratched in the middle. Oh. I mean, like minor stuff that most people will not even right like recognize so i bought for black friday this makes me so mad i cannot surprise my husband for the life of me for anything yeah so we're at my cousin's in tennessee for thanksgiving and i'm like black friday i'm gonna go on rogue and i'm gonna like buy him a 45 pound barbell for our garage gym so I'm like looking at it and I'm trying to figure out like what color and which one yeah. and the Ohio bar, like the Matt Chan bar, like whatever. Yeah. So I'm like looking at it and we only took his computer because I can like log in um, and we can both work from his computer yeah. or I can work from my phone. And um, and so I was like on there and I closed everything out and then I actually, I was like up early because I was gonna go buy it. Oh. And so I'm like up early and then he like comes in cause he woke up early because our, we're all in the same room and oh, whatever. Yeah. And he looks over <laughs> my shoulder and he's like, I have that tab open under mine and I have the barbell that I want saved in my shopping cart. No! And I was like, go God away! damn it! Right? I, was so, out of here. I had even like texted our neighbor because the barbells come yeah. and like a really long thing that says rogue fitness on right, it. Right. So I was like, I texted my, our neighbor, Jen, and I was like, Hey, can I have Corey's Christmas present delivered to your house? Because I can't surprise him for anything. Right. Oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And he found it and I was like, fine. <laughs> and I was so pissed. I was like, just order whichever one you want and have it delivered to the house. So then it showed up like the next week and he's like, Christmas came early. And I was so bitter. Like I was God, like, yeah. I was like, I don't, he's like, do you want to save it? And I was like, I don't care. I was like, you do, you do whatever. <laughs> Yeah. So then on Christmas morning, he had nothing to open and, and I felt terrible because that's what pisses me off because like he's, his love language is gifts and then acts of service. So it's like, I always try and surprise him with all this stuff. And the same thing happened for freaking father's day. Like (laughs) I bought him a raft because we go float the river and I got him like a four person nice draft because all the ones that we have have busted Mm -hmm. and I ordered it off Amazon thinking it's going to come in the Amazon box. Mm. No, Mm -hmm. it comes in the like the regular box like you buy it. It's a raft. Yes. (laughs) And so he was like, he shows up at, and of course, so it was supposed to be delivered the day before Father's Day when he was working and Amazon screwed (laughs) it up so it was delivered two days late when I was at work, but Corey was at home. So he texted me and he's like, did you buy a raft? And I was like, I was so mad. God though. 
work. Right? And I was like, I seriously cannot surprise you for the life of me. I was like, yeah, that was supposed to be your like surprise Father's Day gift from the kids. And he was like, that's awesome. Thank you so much. He was so excited. And I was like, I would have loved to have been there and seen your face when you saw it instead of being like over a text message. Did you guys, so when you said that was his love language, um, I'm reading, I'm listening to that on my podcast right now. Not podcast, um, a book. Who got, who? Audible? Yeah, Audible. Oh, nice. Um, the guy that wrote it. I have no idea. Um, the Five Love Languages. Yeah, I know that book, but okay. I don't know who wrote it. I can't remember it, but he's reading it, and I'm listening. Oh, yeah, it's right Google, here. Google it up. He is... Um, it's awesome. I love that book. Yeah, because I... I feel like that's so necessary for yeah. every per- every person that's in any kind of relationship. Yeah. Any person needs yeah. to read that book. Just even... I was I was driving with a client the other day, and... Um, well, here, let me tell you some sad news first. I don't know what my love language is, and I don't know what Brendan's is. And we've been together 14, 15 years. That's not sad. (laughs) Okay, good. Okay, have you? Because this is what this is what I'm saying. It's not sad because there is a part in the book, and I think it's towards the end Mm -hmm. that says most of you don't know what your love language is because your partner does all of them. So your love tank is always filled up. And some of you don't positive way. And some of you, well, here's the negative part. Some of you don't know what your love language is because your partner doesn't do any of them. So your love tank is always empty. And so, mind fluctuates between both. Right. And I'm sure. And like, it, I mean, it does. It's yeah. just, I mean, life is ups and downs and ebbs and flows, right? Right. But that was the biggest takeaway for me from that book because mm-hmm. I was like, I like I could identify with all of them. Mm-hmm. And then when I said that, I was like, oh. I was like, Corey does all of these oh. for me. I was oh. like, that's how I don't know. And it was just oh, like. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So maybe that's why you don't know. I like your positivity and I'm negative today. And I'm like, no, <laughs> it's fucking empty. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. No, I, I, I got home last night and I was, you know what? Brendan and I have worked, been together this long. We've worked out such a good, I feel like it's a good relationship where, and we've worked really hard at this, of when we get mad at each other. So like, for instance, last night we got home. Brendan is just bitter at me. He's mad uh-huh. because I was out. all. I worked all day and then. I went out till 10 o'clock and he wasn't like, how was your time? He was really bitter. He was really, really bitter and he was trying to keep it in, but it wasn't keeping in. He was very, what? There's, there's pockets in the sports bra for, (laughs) for pads. And this is like the one thing I hated about this sports bra because I was like, I don't want, it doesn't have pads. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want my nipples showing. And I'm like (laughs) adjusting it to get rid of my like, my boob, my side boob. And now I'm like, oh wait, there's holes. Oh, I'll give you the pads I always take out and throw away. I throw all of them away. You do? My, look how huge my boobs are. I don't want any bigger. Yeah, but don't you worry about your nipples being I, shown? No. <laughs> really? I can't stand no, that. No, I'm like, go ahead and look. That's fine. But it's probably because I'm like up in front of people too a yeah. lot. And so I'm like, I definitely don't Let's want saggy boobs right? <laughs> or nipples showing. Yeah, keep all your pads. I'll take them okay, all. Okay, good. I throw them all away. <laughs> oh, that's really funny. Okay, side note. Sorry. Finish about your story. Um, no. Oh, so Gary Chapman, he's who wrote The Five Love Languages. Okay. Um, so that's what I'm listening to now. So if you have not read this book, yes, do it. It's so awesome for any relationship, not even yeah. like a marriage, but it's really beneficial for marriages. Right. And, and oh, just driving with a client the other day, I was driving her downtown and um, I was talking to her. I was like, oh, I'm listening to this book on tape or on whatever this is right now. Mm-hmm. And she immediately, I was so impressed. This woman is pretty sick. Um, but she was like, oh, my love languages is exactly what you said, acts of service. And oh. she knew what her boyfriend of six months, I was like, you've really invested in that. That's amazing. I was, I was impressed. I mean, wow. Because um, then I got to thinking, well, I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I would think it's acts of service, but I have yet to see any. So I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But I feel like even with work, like mm-hmm. 
I know for you, especially with what you do, like knowing what your client's love language is, is going to help them feel more supported. Yeah. Right. And like for us with coaching and stuff, it's like knowing how everyone like receives feedback. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, because that's the basis of, of learning or the, or, or relationship. I mean, Mm -hmm. and I've been having this conversation at work too about, um, uh, just love in general is not you know just between you know the, a man and a woman, but of I love my coworkers. I love the people, a few of the people I work with immensely. Just in, have taught me so much and um, showing love. Maybe that's another thing about being in your forties is love is not so like romantical. It's just like mm-hmm. I love, you know. It's just it's more <laughs> I don't know general or I've heard people describe love as like a verb, so mm. it's like something that you actually have to like work out. Ah. But I also am like. I love, yeah, but like that always was kind of weird where it's like, I don't feel like you have to work necessarily to love somebody. It should just be like, I just think about you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's easy. Yeah. Um, So this article going, mm. going towards that, like this, uh, so I read this article. Yeah. uh, Gosh, what is her name? It was a New York times article about the wellness and Mm. fitness industry. Will you pull it up? The wellness industry. Yes. Okay. So, it is the New York Times article by Jessica Knoll, and it's called Smash the Wellness Industry. And basically, what she is saying is that we have, um, we have, like, labeled, like, the diet culture as wellness, and that's not Mm. how it was intended, that wellness is not fad diets and it's not like putting like numbers or labels on how we should look or how we should um what number we should weigh or Mm. you know things like that and her like the first couple paragraphs are awesome because she talks about like going out to um lunch with like some colleagues and some friends and like everybody was like nobody could eat anything because one was doing the whole 30 one was dairy free one was keto and then she was and then every all the women started like tearing apart their bodies and they're like oh i just i just lost all my baby weight so i don't want to like go back or and like another one was like oh i had a terrible like binge weekend so i've got to like make up for it today with a salad or whatever and she says like in the first paragraph she's like I looked over at the next table of men eating cheeseburgers and wondering like what they were talking about because like, and this was in LA. So I, and I don't feel like when I go out with my girlfriends, I don't know how you are when you go out with your girlfriends, but we never like tear apart our bodies. Like we're all very like positive, but it's, it's just never a discussion. Mm -mm. Like I would never, like we'd kind of joke about like our vaginas being loose and and, like our flabby our flabby arms but yeah but we're like yeah we're all but it's normal and it's it's normalizing and it's it actually is comforting to me yes we're not i don't feel like it's negative it's just a reality which is funny yeah right exactly it's the reality it's not (laughs) like i hate my body right so one of the things that she says in this article that was a huge takeaway for me was that you don't have to love your body to respect it Uh, And I was like, oh, it was like this mind blowing thing. And I was actually listening to it while I was on my hike. Um, And I like, I just like started crying and I was like, I don't have to love my body. I don't have to love it. I don't Mm -hmm. like the thing. What are the things in your life that you love? Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. You love your husband. Mm -hmm. You love your children. Mm -hmm. And that means that you focus on them and you Mm -hmm. think about them all the time. Right. 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 I don't want to have that mentality about my body. 
That's a good point. I don't want to be thinking about Mm -hmm. it all the time, Mm -mm. but I can still respect the fact that like it is strong. It's gotten itself up mountains. It's gotten itself Mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. It comes in and lifts weight at CrossFit. Mm -hmm. Like it does healthy things. It grew to humans and they exited the same (laughs) hole that I sometimes get tampons stuck out in, you know, where it's like how our body, like everything has to go together. And like just thinking about childbirth, Mm -hmm. it's like how many things can go wrong. I know, I know. Right? And it's like, we should not, nobody should be alive. Mm -hmm. No woman should survive Mm -hmm. childbirth with how many things can go wrong. Right, right. And so it's like, we can still respect that. It's like, I can still respect a lot of political leaders that I don't believe the same things or like a lot of friends that like, like I don't have the same views as. But like, you don't have to love them. I don't have to love them. Love what they think. Right. But I like that. That's that's a really good, um, kind of a freeing Mm -hmm. Um, yes feeling about it was right? finally like i'm giving myself permission to not love my body and that's okay yes but then yes. i started th- yeah so that was like that was huge but then i was like but i want to love know. my body you know just- and the thing is it's like well and um so the podcast i was listening to where they were were reviewing this was girls gone wad and then um, they were talking about this, and then I went and read the article afterwards. Okay. So in that, one of the girls is six months, four, four to six months postpartum, I can't remember. Um, but that was the big takeaway for her, too. And she just was like, oh, shoot, I just forgot my <laughs> And I literally was like, oh, my gosh. Okay, let Do me... Do you want to look at it? No, no, no. Okay. Because um, this was something that she had talked about. But... Okay. Um, but yeah, she was like saying that same thing where she's like, we should just not even be alive. And she, mm-hmm. oh, so she was saying like, um, she loved her body when she was like this certain size or this certain weight. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but what I really loved wasn't what the weight was. It was more what my life was like when I was that weight and I started like she said that and I started crying too because I was like when did I love my body last and it was when I was doing CrossFit five days a week where I was eating mainly a strict paleo diet like 80 to 90 percent paleo um I was either single or had just started dating Corey Mm -hmm. and I had no children Mm -hmm. and I was like that's just not my life anymore but I loved what my body could do like it, I barely did any training for any of our mountain. Right. Like we went and hiked Mount Baker, which is like 10,000 feet. Okay. And we did no, no hike, no, oh no training God. for it. And I was like, what? And we did wow. it. It just wow. was like, I had no That's idea impressive. what I was getting yeah. to. Right. But because your regular training, right. Your because lifestyle. of CrossFit. Yeah. 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 Because CrossFit such a great like basis right. for everything. Yeah. Um, but that like totally hit me where I was like, what do I love so much about my body then? Was it just like, how I felt but I was like yeah it was how I felt because I was super active I'm like but my body can still do those same things even at this size right right and like what it is now and I am having like the weirdest and I I don't again I keep holding on to the age thing I don't know if it's that or just the the deterioration of like you know I got my peak and then I'm like oh now I'm just just," but and because I do still train hard I feel like I do I mean I'm mm-hmm. like five days a week but yoga and CrossFit and um, how many days a week do you do CrossFit um I try to do five days a week of something so every day at lunch I go do either yoga or here oh okay so I try um that's yeah. great yeah but this, I mean is it really showing anything no but that's okay I feel good um but if you feel good then like who cares if it's showing anything 
I and know. like yoga and CrossFit are such a great like partnership yeah. for each other. Yeah. I just, there's something that you, I don't know what it is, why we do this for ourselves, why we hold on to it. And I'm really learning to let it go, but just of being, I'm happy. I'm happy in my brain, mm-hmm. whether it's the meds or the wine, I don't care what it is. <laughs> I'm happy in my brain. And so the rest can kind of follow, right? I mean, it's, I'm not as happy as I could been, could have, could be about my body or was mm-hmm. about my body, but, um, I never was like, Hey, I feel really great. Look at me. I don't think I ever felt like that. And really? So, yeah. And so, because I can never not remember. I can. There's never a point in my life that I'm like, oh, this part of me right here, the belly, and oh, this looks nice. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I've never really. Well, and that's the thing that like pisses me off is like, yeah. do men ever think that? No. Like, do they? I don't feel like no. that they ever care. I think no. some men do, but some men do. Right. 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 But my husband doesn't care. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't care at all. Um, it's funny because Raina's kids will always point out his belly. And he's like, good. Talk to me about it. You know, he, he Brendan, doesn't care at Brendan all. Brendan has a belly? <laughs> like, like, just you know. Just oh, like, that's really funny. Dad I've never, body. Right. And like, I've never noticed that. <laughs> so then it always makes me wonder, like, yeah. do people notice ours? Like, no. I don't think <laughs> they so. They don't. Yeah. We're all so concerned with ourselves, right? How do we <laughs> notice other? Yeah. yeah Unless sure. it's like Connor's body where you're like, holy moly. What, geez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Corey... <laughs> Was like the other day he was talking about how um oh my gosh are you okay <laughs> christy's choking on her <laughs> my goodness i'm sorry oh my god <laughs> <coughs> wow we sound like we have the black plague <laughs> oh my god oh my god i could i was like i have to get this out of my mouth right now what happened I violently turned upside down. <laughs> we got Corey like natural, not naturally because I he does eat well and works works out hard. Yeah. But like has a six pack and he'll be like, um, I feel so heavy today, but I can still see. And I'm ah! like, I can still see your six pack. Like God, ah. right. Ah. He, I can like still, feels, still see all your muscle definition, like that. He feels heavy, like like uh, that's how I would describe it. Like heavy and sluggish, yeah. And he'll oh. say that, like if he eats crappy or drinks a lot of beer, and yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm like, you keep doing that. I know. <laughs> yeah. Then we can connect on how. And we then feel. we'll connect, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I already. I know. It's just funny. I know. It is. It is crazy. Well, I do look forward to. Um, I hope that we can have some guests and. Um, and have I would love it if your mom could come and, my and mom? be brave and come in August, like you said, because um, it's not, just even seeing your mom, it seems like their our moms are kind of similar. Um, yeah, and it could just be the age that they are, or whatever. I don't know, but um, that'd be really fun. Hear her. I want to hear her growing up stuff, but um, you were telling me about earlier. Oh yeah, and uh, that's so interesting because she grew up in the South where it was super segregated. Yeah, and that was just like the norm for them, and it just like which is funny because I was thinking about it and I was like, "What is going to be the super norm for our kids?" Because oh, yeah. that like blows my mind, right. you know, to think about that because everybody like loves and accepts everybody, especially up here. Right, and it's just like I can't even imagine like not being able to talk to somebody or right. like nobody would use like the same toilet oh and we talked about the book the help have you read that book or seen oh, the movie, movie. Yeah. oh my gosh oh my god but right. yeah she's like oh yeah that's that was completely normal her 
friend's grandmother or like great grandma, great, I think it was her friend's grandmother, was like that the one of the main characters that like won't go to the bathroom because they only have one bathroom. So the, the like yeah. maid yeah. and the family have to share the bathroom and she would never go to the bathroom. And that's like exactly how my, oh my, my mom's friend, my mom's friend's grandmother wow. um, was. Yeah. You know, I kind of think <clears throat> as much as I hate to admit this, I think my grandmother, my Jewish grandmother, <clears throat> um, I think she was kind of racist in the sense of, uh, it was so ingrained. I remember one time she told me, "Oh, there was a little boy waiting out for the with his mom waiting out for the bus this morning, and you know he um, he was he was going to pee his pants or something, and he knocked, came and knocked on my door, and so I let them in. But I washed the toilet after he left. I was like, you mean like he peed all over it, or what do you mean? Mm-hmm. And then she had mentioned in some other way that he was of different ethnicity. I don't know if he was Indian, black, mm. I don't know what, or Chinese. I have no idea, Asian." Um, but she alluded to that she cleaned the toilet, and I was like, huh. "What? Who cares?" Yeah, what? What? I probably would have cleaned it because it was a stranger using my bathroom. Yeah, not because of their ethnicity. Right, and I think, I think it was based on his ethnicity because this the way that she she said it, and I was like, "Oh, grandma, yeah. God!" But you know, she was. She did. But that was so that was, like, yeah. the norm to them. Right, 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 right. right. But, um, but how? A, what a small difference that we are now, right? Like my oh, grandmother. Yeah. Or even sixty-year-old right. James. We're not that friend. far removed. Right. That's insane. Yeah, I heard somebody um, describe like uh, like cell phones and like just mm. the um, progression of how far we've come with cell phones and technology and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where it was like when our parents were our age, it was just it, it wasn't even a thing that anyone even thought of or considered. And now, like, look at where we are with technology and crazy everything. It's like, well, when our kids become our age, then what, like, what is the I limit? Know. Like, what's going to be developed? And do you know, I didn't even have a computer in college. Really? <laughs> I had to go to the computer lab because oh, yeah. we were, you know, there wasn't, no, not every place had a computer. Oh, that's very <laughs> true. You know what? That's so funny because we did. We had computer labs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah we I go got to the lab. a laptop when I graduated from college mm-hmm. because I was going to grad school mm-hmm. and I needed one. And I showed up on my first day of grad school with my laptop and yeah. everybody else had like pen and paper. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, I'm ready. Yeah, right. And I was like, I'm going to take all the notes. <laughs> and then I was like, I kind of don't like taking notes on this. I want pen and paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. still do our grocery list on pen and paper. Yeah, me too. Me too, because then it can sit there. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, and there's some cool has apps that We do can... have Alexa, which yeah. is great. So, like, if I'm oh. cooking, I'm like, Alexa, add blueberries to the grocery list. Oh, yeah. We have and Alexa you... too. I didn't know you could do that. Where do you? Where does? It, where do you? Where? Do, how do you access it when you've put it on? You there? download the app on your. Oh, phone. I do have it. Oh, so it's all through there. Yeah. Ah. Oh, <laughs> the app on your phone right now. Okay. And then there's like, and I do, add blueberries to the Costco list or add mm. milk to Trader Joe's and then it goes on this yeah <laughs> this is like the best oh so the fact that she's a kitchen a timer because of the timer on our stove sucks oh and she does makes my shopping list for me or like the two best Alexa what things. do you do on here you should just pop up go home home Mm. Well, you have to tell her. Oh, at home or here? Yeah, at home. Oh. Oh, and then it'll pop up mm-hmm. on this. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. So you're like, Alexa, oh. add milk to the shopping list. And she'll be like, you don't have a shopping list. Would you like me to create one? Oh. Yes, please. Oh. Thank you. Oh. So we've been having fun. We, we say, 
Alexa, tell us a Star Wars joke. And then we hear like funny Star Wars jokes that they that the kids think is funny. It's not like they don't understand <laughs> it, but <laughs> that's awesome. We'll just sit there and play with it. Yeah, yeah. It, it is Alexa's fun. pretty great. I listen to music all day long instead of the TV in the background. Yeah. I always have a Pandora going of yep. something. Yeah, um, that's kind of how I am because now that like our li- our kitchen and living room are separated. Yeah. Then um, and we don't really keep the TV on because then Landry just wants to watch it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, no, mm-hmm. go play with all the thousands mm-hmm. of toys you have. Mm-hmm. So I'll have Alexa in the kitchen, and yeah. we just have a little Echo Dot that was like twenty bucks or something. Like that. Yeah, I just have the Amazon Alexa one that's I think it was like on sale for like seventy or something, but it's, mm. it's fabulous and it plays loud. It's loud. Oh yeah, I mean, yep. For a little teddy condo, it's good. You know what I would love to do is like get a get like a bigger one for downstairs, and then put the um, small one upstairs, and you can use it as like an intercom, and they can kind of like talk to each oh, other. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh. So Liz Clark, so Tony, um, you know Tony Clark, big guy Tony, big drives a Cadillac. No, that's the other Tony. Oh, this Tony is gosh, where? Is, I don't know that you would mm-hmm. know him. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he may he doesn't really come. Mm. Um, but anyways, Liz comes to like the nine thirty class, and they have three kids. Okay. But he works for Amazon. He oh. was he basically takes um, so he travels a ton, mm-hmm. and he's head of like the Amazon um, like delivery service, like Amazon Prime, and bringing like Amazon Prime International and stuff. Whoa. Yeah. And so he knows like all about all the Amazon stuff. So they have one like up, they have a couple of like the dots upstairs and they have the big one downstairs. And Mm -hmm. so she'll say like, Liz will say that like one of the kids is crying and like the older kids will be like, Alexa, call mommy downstairs and tell her Wesley or whatever. And then they'll like intercom and she's like, mom, Wesley's crying or, you And she can hear the kid's voice on the Alexa Uh downstairs? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, that's great. And I've called Bobby before. On it? On it, ah. yeah, because they're because you can connect and you can connect oh. your um, your contacts, but I didn't do that because I was like I don't want I don't yeah. want to know when I get a text message I don't want right. to know when I get an email Me neither. I'm Me neither. like I have set email hours mm-hmm. and I just don't want to be connected all the time. Me too. But um, but so I did that though, and I was like Alexa, call Bobby Allen, and they were like call her Alexa device or call her phone, and I was like oh, call her Alexa, and then she was like. She, she like picked up. She's like Allison. I was like, it worked. Oh <laughs> Allison. Yeah. I was like, hey, what, are what did doing? they say when it was ringing? Like, call from Allison or? Uh, I think so. But they get all the like the beta, like proto beta tester things. Oh. And so they have something. That's oh, because like a, he works for. He works for Amazon. Oh. So they get all the like fun like practice stuff. And so they have some kind of one that can do that. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's awesome. I haven't seen her forever. I, I was really bummed I couldn't come work out with you guys the other I day. I know, it was fun. Oh, she put Ellie in swim lessons so she can't come oh. buy a tent. What was that? You know, I hear the weirdest things on this island. <laughs> uh, you know, like I kind of wonder if it was like fireworks, because they're legal oh, here. Oh, they're legal here? Mm-hmm. Oh. Did you know that? No. No. Huh. Uh, we were going to go get some for, well, I got a bunch of poppets for tomorrow. Yeah. Well, yeah. You've got to come out to the reservation. And go get the good ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you go to Enumclaw, if you go through uh, the Muckleshoot Indian Reservation. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's dangerous, so you don't want to drive through that. Ooh, is that the scary guy? There's one really scary guy on Marshall Island that... um, I have no no idea. He doesn't look scary. No. But the dude looks like him. Do you read Next Door? No. I posted on Next Door about him because he was at the... um, 
Oh, I just saw him. He looks similar to that man, a small white guy with gray hair and a, a very short beard. Oh. And he was at the farmer's market with his balls hanging out of his pants. <gasps> yeah, he was wearing uh, white short cutoffs. Ooh. And I was sitting down, and he was like, I height. And I was like, I seriously looked at him, and I was like, what the fuck? And I said, come on, kids. We are getting out of here. And I saw a police officer. I was like, look, what is he doing? Mm-mm. Oh, my. Get him out of here. Um, and then posted that on next door oh really and it is still a conversation a topic of conversation because he moved here and so he's very well known oh yucky he's the green leg hugger guy he stands in a thong with a sign that says free hugs oh yeah and he gets off on that and he think you know because little girls would be like not little girls but like young girls would be like <laughs> and give him hugs they think it's funny but Ooh. he gets off on that that's what he likes he's like um oh my gosh who is the guy on friends that phoebe dated that never wore underwear. Do you remember that? I don't remember and, that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And they'd like go running and no. like, yeah. And then like he finally came into the coffee shop or whatever and they were all like, oh my gosh. And finally like he was like tying his shoe, put his, his oh like, my God. he put his foot up on like the coffee table and was tying his Balls shoe and like, yeah. God. And Gunther was like, hey, yeah, keep the mouse you- in the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's this guy. Just like, that's sad. Yeah, it is. He'll get hurt. I know he will. Mm -hmm. Anyways, all right. We should probably wrap up. All right. I feel like we've talked about so much stuff today. I know, (laughs) but that's why this is why I think this is interesting because it can go from left to right to left to right. I know, right? (laughs) Cool. All right. What are your uh, your Fourth of July plans? Fourth of July plans. The lawn tractor races, and I hope you can come. It'll be very fun. And then afterwards is a um. We always do a bonfire at my parents' backyard. and oh. But it'll be fun because, so it looks like Raina and Matt and their kids are coming. Heather and Nate and their kids are coming. Um, my coworker James and Nancy are coming. Um, all my family, not all my family, most of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, the girls would love that. Yes, and, and it'll be, um, uh, like I said, there's probably Poor like Poor Marcus, people. the only boy I like left out. <laughs> oh, Pizzle Pizzle loves Marcus. She talks about him all the time. He's so cute. He is. He just always oh, he so squishy and sweet and cute. Oh, my God. And happy. Like, he's oh, just happy all the time. Amazing. That is just awesome. Yeah. <laughs> is it a boy thing, I wonder? I don't think Young so. Young boy thing? Okay. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> to be discussed later. So tractor, tractor lawn races. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. do you race John Deere's? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So it's gotten to the point where there's um, there's specific categories now. So you have to have a mower deck that actually works on the races. Then there's another category of um, I think they've used in the past like one of those handheld things that's like you know that. It's like oh, the, the like metal green, thing. yeah, the green lawn mowers yeah. that everybody wants. So to somebody use up ran here. with one of those ones. So they started at the top. Of my parents' uh, cul-de-sac. It's mm-hmm. like a long. Mm. Do they still live in the same house you grew up in? Yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, my bedroom is has a bed in it. That's, I know. I it's it's that is a trip to me. Yeah. That oh, I'm sure. Do your your mom doesn't live in the same? No. 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 They moved a couple times. So we. When I graduated from high school mm-hmm. and my brother went to the Navy, they downsized mm. and then we all moved back. So we to, were back to back home. So we were oh, all that's in, like, oh, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. in like a different house. Yeah. And then when my dad passed away, my mom moved into a condo mm. and then a couple years, I'm sorry, no, they, they moved into a condo mm. when um, like I graduated from grad school and I like got my own place. 
So my brother actually never lived there because he was always gone with the military and stuff. Mm. And then um, after my dad passed away, like a couple years later, my mom got an apartment. And then mm. when she retired, she just was like, I don't really like Cincinnati. I don't want to be north of the Mason-Dixon line between October and May. Why? What's the north of the Mason? I thought that was just a country song. Oh, no. no the Mason-Dixon <laughs> line's like... <laughs> That's funny. No, I thought Alabama just thought this song about no, it. No, <laughs> the Mason-Dixon line is like... The South versus like the North. Oh, basically, yeah. It's like it's what separates. Oh, yeah. And so, oh, it's like it's not like. I mean, if you don't know what it is, then it just means the Tennessee Highway. Yes, one arm on the wheel. (laughs) I love that song. Harper can sing every word. No way, Tennessee Highway. That is my one uh, the other day. She was singing. um, I heard her singing this. Make a little loving. Little turtle dove in. I was like, what? <laughs> Tennessee. <laughs> On a I Tennessee Saturday night. Yeah, it's man. So cute. Oh my god. <laughs> I love that song. Um, but yeah, it just basically means like she won't come north. Okay. In the winter because she likes because she likes hot. And, she okay. would live in Florida if she could, but like, where does she live now? She lives most of the time. She lives with my aunt and grandma and um, my aunt, uncle, and grandma and outside of Nashville. Okay. Yeah, in Not Clarksville, sure. where where okay. they all grew up. Oh, okay. And that's okay. where her and my dad met. Oh. Yeah. Oh. In junior high school. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And did they start dating then? A little or bit, and then like they, like, broke up, and okay. then, and then yeah, got back together, like, after. Because everybody knows each other in a small, right. in a small cow town right. in Tennessee. That's, how, that's, what, that's what Enumclaw is. I mean, yeah. 250 people in my... <gasps> Sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Enumclaw reminds me a lot of the town that my parents grew up in. Yeah. And I always, like, I always identified with that. Like, Mm -hmm. we always lived in the suburbs Mm -hmm. um, because my mom was more of, like, a city girl. And my dad grew up on a farm, like, Mm -hmm. a tobacco Mm -hmm. farm. Oh, my God. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I was actually just talking to my mom about this last night because my grandmother's, his mom's house was on, I can't remember how many acres it was, but it was in a really small town. And I loved living, I loved visiting there. Mm. And it was like the first place we would go like crawdad fishing and she had the most beautiful like rose garden and we learned to ride dirt bikes there and like we would just go and explore and I just loved Mm. it so Mm. much. And that's where I feel like I'm home. And, but which is funny because we always grew up in the suburbs. Mm. And so we always had neighborhoods and stuff because I think because of her, but I think she also wanted to give us as kids like that mm-hmm. connection mm-hmm. i will i feel like all my friends always rode horses everybody was in rodeo i was in um 4-h i wasn't in 4-h but i was in um <laughs> what's it called I ffa know. ffa yeah <laughs> <laughs> no way you were i raised a pig with my boyfriend and he sold the slaughter went to went to the fair every year and um oh yeah that was that was like that was you know, but I, I, when you're in it, you're just, you don't know that. Right. I just knew my cousin, who is my age, Shelly, lived here in Seattle. And I just knew I was, like, really different. Like, I, I was weird just in terms of, like, I had no culture. There was just cows oh, sure. and Which is funny hairspray. because Enumclaw is, what, like an hour outside of Seattle? Yeah. Like, yeah. it's not that far. And now it's definitely bigger. Like, I, I, I get anxiety going back there because there's too many people now. Oh. But, like I said, there was only 250 people in my graduating class. And so, I mean, it was oh, small. Yeah. 105. Are you serious? 105. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So, just like you, like, we knew everybody. Mm-hmm. It's a wonderful feeling. Um, 
that's why I like going back tomorrow for like the lawn tractor races for Fourth of July because all the people that live in my parents' neighborhood that I've lived in, you know, my whole life, um, I always do the I always do the start line. So um, oh really? um, You know, they come up to the end of the um, the long street and then they turn around and they get ready and I hold the green sign. One, two, three, whoosh, and then they race as fast as they can, which is slow, but How fun. It's, it, is, it is really fun. So we all hang out at the in the cul-de-sac. Mm-hmm. That's where my parents' house is. So we mm-hmm. all sit there at the finish line. Okay. Um, we just sit in chairs, and there's a big, huge um, potluck in my parents' front yard. Everybody brings stuff. So if you guys come, it'll be so fun. Bring bikes because there's a parade afterwards. Oh, that's awesome. We do a parade around the whole neighborhood. <laughs> it's only a mile around the neighborhood. What? But oh, that's so cool. There's been, like, horses in the past. Like, what? Horses. I know. We just go around the neighborhood. Everyone comes and sits out on their lawns and oh, drives. it's really fun. It is really, really fun. So that's it, so cool. Yeah, it, it's a good tradition. You know what? And they've done this 13 years. My brother has never gone once. Really? Mm-mm. That's crazy. Oh. I know. He's such a snot. I know. Oh, that's annoying. So Fourth of July has always been a big deal in our family because it was my dad's birthday. Oh. And when we grew up in Alabama, yeah. you can shoot fireworks and stuff. Yeah. So we always had like huge parties and barbecues yeah. and uh, always a cake. And like, it was so fun. So I'm still trying, I'm trying to like make it a big deal in course. Like, I don't want to spend $30 for like one big firework. I'm like, dude, just like get some bottle rockets and whatever. And like, we can shoot them off where we live, which yeah. is great. They're not yeah. illegal. And we live by the reservation, so you get like really good ones. Good ones, ones too. right? I know. I think we'll go through Auburn and get go up um, Muggle Shoots and then get some yeah. stuff that way because, yeah, that'll be fun to, to do. Yeah. In the I love smoke bombs and the. Yeah. I know. I love all that stuff. And the heat at night. I'm always so tired at night now, though. Mm-hmm. Well, and I feel like up here, like now, the 4th of July, after 4th of July, it's like that's when summer mm-hmm, starts for mm-hmm. us because right. it's like, I mean, it's like gray and gross and I know. whatever. I know. And then. I don't know what it is about Fourth of July, but it's like our the summer. turning point, oh. right? And then we get July and August and part of September, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. <laughs> the rain and comes. Then back to the rain. Right, right. Yeah, cool. All right, let's wrap up. All right. Do you have any mom moments for this week? You go first because I don't think I. Don't. I don't think I have one. <laughs> I have a. I mean, I have a lot. I have to tell a funny story. Yeah. This might not be a mom moment, but it's a funny story about Landry. So we have that green alarm clock, and I think I talked about this like every time we recorded. Oh, yeah. Turns a color right at seven a.m. Okay, and she's been getting up super early, and we haven't been putting her back to bed mainly because my mom is here, so she just right. goes into my mom's room. Yeah, and they snuggle and oh. whatever. And sometimes if it's like six forty-five, I'm like, whatever, I'm not going to send yeah. you back upstairs. Like right. that's dumb. Right. Well, this morning it was like six oh five, and I I was up because our Stupid freaking cats woke me up at 5.45, clawing at the door. I'm like, you are not hungry. Go away. Right. <laughs> so I was up. And um, and I hear her little, like, pitter-patter feet. Aww. And I go to the bottom of the stairs. And she shuts the door at the top of the stairs and looks around. And she goes, no. And then she, like, starts crying because she knows I'm coming upstairs to put her back in bed. <laughs> And I just like, and it took like all my mom's strength not to laugh at her because she was so cute. She's like, no, no, mommy, no. And I was like, yep. So I like scooped her up and I was like, okay, give me a hug. Squeeze me really tight. And um, yeah, and put her back in bed. You have a really good um, boundary with your kids and you've done a really good job just in hearing your, well, seeing your kids, first of all, but hearing you talk about how you do that, that, that is a really good strength of yours because 
Oh, thank you. I cannot do that. And I, that is one thing I really struggle with because I'm, I'm harming when I give too much or I'm, you know what I mean? Like where I'm like, Oh, go ahead and just do whatever Mm -hmm. you want. You know, it's easy on me, but it's not the right thing to do. Right. And I do that a lot. And it's hard. It's really hard. But you know what? I have a lot of friends that were like, that have told me that they're like, it's really hard when they're young to Mm -hmm. keep those boundaries, Mm -hmm. but it pays off immensely when they get older. And so that's what I like in the back of my mind. And sometimes like I let it, I let it go, but I remember that in the back of my mind where I'm like, I just want to give in because it's easier on me, but that's not what parenthood is. Right. Right. And I, I try to stick to like doing what's right, but in terms of like, gosh, and it's just little things where I'm like, I don't, I, I need to find an exact exclamation, explanation about it because, um, it's something I just notice in myself that's, it's not necessarily easier on me, but it's being kinder, nicer, but mm-hmm. it's not because it's harming, you know, it's not teaching them. It's like, well, is it harming them or is it just not teaching them? Not, stuff? It's just not teaching them. Stuff. They're still going to live. It's true. Survive. That's true. That's true. But I always, I remember Raina telling me this once when she, when her kids were young, I remember her crying to me saying, um, I feel like I'm not giving my kids enough and I feel like I'm not doing and I was like oh my god you do the best job mm-hmm. holy sh- really yeah you feel like that and I was I always remember that conversation because I'm like oh she thought it okay then mm-hmm. I guess I can kind of relate oh, to yeah. that and you never feel like you're doing enough for your kids but a, a little bit of self-doubt is good I oh sure too, so. yeah it keeps you keeps it keeps, in keeps you yeah right. yeah <laughs> spicy point. all right do you have a mom in my uh no no. I'm going to have to think about that one, and I'll have oh. two for next time. I feel like I have one for you. Okay. Well, at least Harper's, like, coming in this morning being like, how was your date? And what did oh, you wear? Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> did I say that at the beginning or no? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. you told yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. really cute. Yes. So. What did you wear? What did you wear? I know. I like that you get to have moments with her. Because yes. I feel like you talk about it being few and far between. It is. It but. is because she loves her daddy and she wants to be with daddy a lot more. Yeah. And she still she loves mommy, but we're all kind of struggling with that balance of how do I let you know I love you as much as you? Oh yeah. I don't know. Do you know that? You know. I don't. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> it's like and it changes all the time too. Like one week they love you and they right. hate Brendan and right. vice versa. Right. Do your and, kids at that age? Oh yeah. I cannot remember. Okay. Landry hasn't wanted Corey to even hug her. For the past like two and a half weeks. Oh, and it and, just breaks his heart, I bet. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he gets so frustrated. Yeah. And so sad. Yeah. And yeah. now it's like all about him. Oh. Oh. Yeah. So it's just like good. switched. Good, 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 good. Yeah, yeah. it is. It's, oh, it's weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Kids just. Who is? Woo. <laughs> yeah. A Jeep with Go all America. The, the America flags. America. America. I love, I will have to say, I love that this is like such a small town that yeah. they put all the flags out. I, I love that. I do too. That's I always too. been my favorite part about Mercer Island. I know. I do so. love this place. I feel like yeah. it's a small town that I can be a part of as an adult. Yeah. That I didn't grow up in. People don't know my mistakes as a kid, you know. <laughs> That's true. That's very true. All right. Well, happy 4th. Happy 4th of July. All right. Bye. Bye.